Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. Today on the show, we're going to go to one of the most beautiful provinces in Western Canada, the glorious neighbor province to my own, Alberta. Wherever you are in the world, I'm going to get you to close your eyes and fly to North America and then go up to Canada to her west coast, but not the westernmost coast I usually bring you to. We're going to head to the province of Alberta. So it's located in western Canada. British Columbia's just to the west and Saskatchewan's just to the east and the Northwest Territories lie to the north. So this province is bordered by the Canadian Rocky Mountains. And I highly encourage you to Google places like Canmore and Banff and Lake Louise. In Lake Louise, it's one of the only times I've seen a beautiful wolf in the field. Um, It was after dinner and I was going for an evening stroll. And I paused as this beautiful wolf came into a snowy road and looked down at me and realized I wasn't a threat, so made the sort of nod to the rest of the pack and they crossed the street and were gone in moments. So it's a beautiful place with um, vast prairies and badlands in the east. Again, to the north lie the Northwest Territories. The state of Montana is the nearest southern neighbor in the United States. And with um, Montana, Alberta shares an international peace park, the Waterton Glacier International Peace Park. It's a beautiful country. The ground beneath your feet in Alberta is old. The basement rocks here are Precambrian granites and Gnis crystalline um, basement rocks. So they uh, cover the base of the province and then layered on top of these are younger rocks. So we see um, Paleozoic, Mesozoic, and that's the part you'll be interested in because it's within the Mesozoic rocks that we find the yummy fossil specimens. And then there are younger rocks. Um, 66 million years ago, the dinosaurs went extinct, but the sedimentation continued in Western Canada. So we see new rocks in the Western Canada sedimentary basin, and these span all of Alberta. The Pascapoo Formation was deposited down near the Rockies, together with the Ravenscraig Formation in the Southern Cypress Hill Formation, and together these make up a one kilometer thick uh, mass of uh, bedrock that holds fossil uh, mammals. So some of our gliding mammals and the early pangolins. So there's dinosaurs, there's hadrosaurs wherever you look throughout the province. So throw a stone and you'll hit a hadrosaur. But there are also younger rocks. Part of the geology of the province is tied to her present day industry. So if you go to Alberta, a lot of folks earn a living in the oil field. So uh, lots of oil and coal and natural gas and big farmland stretches where you can see cattle roaming and horses in the field, beautiful. And then when you go down to the Badlands, it's more arid country, and here you can see dinosaur bones eroding out. Way back in the day, so in the 1800s, we started collecting the fossils here. And one of the fellows who did much of the collecting is a name you may recognize, a fellow named Tyrell. 
And um, if you head to Drumheller, you can see a big portion of his fossil collection. So I'll take you there next. Back when dinosaurs still roamed this part of Canada, we had massive herbivorous reptiles 10 meters long that fed on the lush foliage of the North American continent. So they used batteries of grinding teeth in their long duck-like snouts. 66 million years later, you and I find them peppering the, this arid landscape in the province of Alberta. And many of those bones make their way to the Royal Tyrrell Museum in Drumheller. During much of the late Cretaceous, this part of the world was geographically very similar to the world we see today with some notable differences. So during the Cretaceous, this part of the province and this part of Western Canada was split in two by the Western Interior Seaway. And this big seaway ran north-south through Alberta and the Northwest Territories, and then down through Montana and Wyoming, and connected to what is now the Gulf of Mexico, um, pushing through Texas. So back in the Cretaceous, when this part of the world was split by that Western Interior Seaway, which was a warm and shallow sea that moved about as the plate tectonics shifted. So this was a time of lush tropical forests covering the lowlands. And these would have had creeks and streams running into them from a very young Rocky Mountains. And during this time, we call the landmass here, Lamaridia in the west, split by that western interior seaway from Appalachia in the east. And these two would kind of swish around as, and raise and lower and become deeper and longer and shallower over time until they finally knit together about 60 million years ago. Spectacular geologic outcrops in Alberta today give us a lens on that ancient world and that late Cretaceous environment in this part of North America. So we see marine reptiles and sharks and other fish living in that shallow sea, together with turtles and crocodiles and other reptiles in fresh water, beautiful dinosaurs, small mammals and lizards on the land, and of course those amazing birds soaring in the sky. And much of these have been collected and have made their way to the Royal Tyrell so we can see them in all their glory. The collections at the Royal Tyrell have grown over time, but their humble beginnings began back in the late 1800s when the very first dinosaur remains were found in Canada. So back in the day in 1884, a young keen bean, 26-year-old geologist from the Geologic Survey of Canada, found the skull of a meat-eating dinosaur just a few kilometers from Drumheller. And you'll know him as Joseph Burr Terrell. So he is the Terrell that gave rise to the beautiful museum we see today. And he found what was later named, or uh, after the, this newly founded Canadian province, an Albertosaurus. 
That early work by Joseph Terrell spurred um, spurred a nation and spurred the uh, all of the geologists and paleontologists globally. So the great Canadian dinosaur rush was on. By about 1910, um, museums from around the world, from the U.S. and throughout Europe, um, came to Canada to collect thousands of fossils. So you can see them in collections around the globe. 101 years after Albertosaurus was discovered, the Royal Tyrell Museum opened with the royal designation of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And it is now one of the premier dinosaur museums in the world. And I've been to visit there several times. They have beautiful uh, dioramas and great fossil specimens. You can see the preparators working uh, live. So they've got uh, viewing areas where you can see people working on the dinosaur material and see how they prep it out. Um, so beautiful hadrosaurs and other lovely Cretaceous dinosaurs are there on display. I do hope you get to visit Alberta, our sister province to British Columbia. The scenery is gorgeous and the extant wildlife is amazing. Um, if you do, you definitely want to make your way to the Royal Tyrell and they have a, an amazing um, and large collection of materials. So many skulls of the herbivorous ceratopsians, triceratops, and the lovely carnivores like Albertosaurus. And they've got one breathtakingly complete Gorgosaurus, so a huge carnivorous dinosaur that grew to around nine meters in length. So whatever your interest in the province, I do hope you get to go. And thank you for joining me on this fossil field trip to the beautiful province of Alberta. <music>